Well, thank you so much for tuning in to Remnant News. This is the Daily Rundown with Pastor Todd. I'm so thankful that you've tuned in on this August 18th, 2020. And it is a big news day as the Democrat Party have held their DNC uh, convention, their, their Democrat National Convention. Yesterday, uh, Michelle Obama spoke, uh, a couple of other people spoke today. It's just been the, the whole Democrat um, lineup. I think Alicia Cozio-Cortez maybe even spoke. Honestly, I didn't watch it, so I couldn't really tell you too much of what's going on there. I have no desire to watch people that are demonized talk about how they want to destroy our country and talk about how they want to make our country into a communist country. No, uh, no desire whatsoever. I don't want to fill my head with that nonsense. I don't want to meditate on those things. We already know the spirit behind today's Democrat Party, and it is a spirit of darkness, a spirit of antichrist, and uh, really just a scary, scary scenario that there are Americans that actually uh, would vote for these people that are in there. And uh, apparently Joe Biden has secured the Democrat uh, nomination really bizarre. I mean, the guy isn't even speaking. Is he going to speak? I mean, I don't understand. When, when do we not see the, the main candidate speak? I mean, what kind of convention is this? I've been you know, monitoring uh, the news and seeing if I can get some sound bites from Joe Biden and uh, nothing's coming up because the guy isn't speaking. So, you know, I think they're afraid to put him before the cameras because of his uh, very diminished state. And I think, you know, I was thinking about this today. If you think about it, and by the way, I know you could probably tell my voice is a little bit different than normal. Uh, I'm not sick, but uh, for some reason I'm losing my voice. And I think it has to do with the fact that I've been speaking a lot. I did an interview uh, earlier today. I did some speeches. So I've just been talking like crazy. And I think my voice is finally starting to get tired. But I did not want to uh, not have today's podcast because I think it's important. And we've been getting some great listenership. And I want to thank you. Um, I've been going through a tremendous amount of censorship, and I shared this on social media. The other day, I woke up to two of my public pages that I've literally been populating uh, with likes and followers for, gosh, since, you know, 2011 or maybe even before that. And, uh, you know, we had some pretty substantial momentum. I mean, before the censorship, we used to get over a million people that would hit our site on Facebook, watch our, you know, videos and, and different things throughout the month. Now it's down to like, you know, substantially less and um, you know they're 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 trying to silence us. They this this is something that they did in 2016. We saw an uptick in it, and now once again, as we go into this election cycle, and because uh, we would win, we would win in the in the court of public opinion. We would win if it was uh, you know our our views, which you know my views as a pastor are uh, you know from a biblical lens, uh, a lens of morality, common sense, uh, you know patriotism. I love our country. You know, I, I really appreciate uh, the founding fathers. I believe many of them were people of faith. I know people are trying to distort history. I know they're trying to rewrite it. We had a guest recently on the Patriot and Preacher show named David Barton. They call him America's historian, America's historian. And uh, he has a, uh, a site called Wall Builders. I would highly encourage you to check out Wall Builders. Um, he really talks about our history and, and the attack on our history. And this is what happens every time uh, the Marxist communists try to take over a country. We've seen it over and over again. And uh, I remember when I was younger, a mentor in my life said, a smart man uh, learns from his own mistakes. A wise man learns from other people's mistakes. And that is definitely the truth. That's always stuck with me in life because it's absolutely true. And that's why I appreciate history because the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun, meaning that everything that's happened, you know, happening now, it's already pretty much happened. 
And if we could learn from the past, look at what happened, uh, you know, when Mao Zedong took over in China. Look what happened when Stalin, you know, took over in Russia. Look what happened, you know, when Hitler took over in, in Germany. You know, look what happened. I mean, you know, Cuba, I can go on and on. Venezuela, over and over again, communist revolutions never turn out well, ladies and gentlemen. And for some crazy reason, you know, people are tolerating this in the United States now where the young people, they're, they're arguing with me telling me, well, you don't really understand what Marxism is. You really know the philosophy of Karl Marx. It's not really communism. And there's this whole push for Marxism. It's unbelievable. I mean, we used to be able to say, hey, that's Marxist, and people would run from it because they knew that's dangerous. The people that, you know, were my generation, Generation X, I mean, we used to, you know, we, we still remember the Soviet Union. I was alive during the Reagan era, and I remember the Iron Curtain, and I remember you know, having to worry about nuclear war and, and all those different things that, that, you know, those of us that grew up in the 60s, 70s, 80s, remember. And then, you know, when communism, you know, the, and the Iron Curtain fell in Russia and the Soviet Union and the world changed and we saw so much hope, um, I really believe that, um, you know, uh, we understood that it was a monumental victory that we, you know, we, the people of the United States and, and those the freedom lovers around the world were able to, uh, you know, help influence the Soviet Union, Eastern Europe, uh, you know, other places. And we saw change in the, in the 80s and in the early 90s, the United States prospered tremendously. And so, you know, but we've lost that history now because this new generation is being indoctrinated by uh, these liberal professors. A lot of them are communist Marxists themselves. They've infiltrated the education educational institutions they've you know infiltrated our schools you know people send their kids off to college christian parents and they come back marxists and you know it's very scary so we have to instill judeo-christian you know christian values as far as i'm concerned uh, in our young people and we have to um you know really really understand that this is a spiritual battle as the bible said it's not against flesh and blood it's against strongholds and principalities so I'm going to go through some of the things that the Democrat party, and this is no joke. I'm not like, this isn't like a meme or I'm not making a joke here. These are actual things that the Democrat party stands for. And when you, when you think of how bizarre these things are, and I'm sorry that I'm, you know, I, I don't want to always talk about the election because honestly, I love to talk about Jesus. I love to talk about getting saved and set free and healed and delivered. But as I've said in previous shows, Right now, this is our ground zero because in the mountain of governance, this is where the battle is being fought currently in the United States. And we have a very good chance that we could lose our republic and our freedoms, our freedom of religion and our freedom, uh, you know, Second Amendment right, First Amendment right. I mean, look what's happening in California. Now they're doing rolling blackouts. I mean, it's like literally like a socialist country out there. I mean, the one party rule, it's just unbelievable what's happening and churches are fighting to you know, have services. And I mean, it's just bizarre that this is happening in the United States of America. But we're going to go through some of the things that the Democrat Party, and I can't cover it all in, in the broadcast tonight because it would take too much time, but some of the things that they actually stand for. So if you um, are having some arguments, and I, I encourage people, don't argue over the Word of God because it says that in, in the Bible. But if you can have a decent, constructive, uh, respectable conversation with somebody on the left, and that's very hard to do these days, but say you have a family member or friend, somebody you went to school with, these are things that you can literally say to them. These are talking points that are actually true. And these are the big issues as far as I'm concerned. What I see, what I hear, I do a lot of research from the Democrat Party in, in, in 2020. Now, number one, we've been seeing looting and we've been seeing rioting in many American cities. In fact, people are, are calling me, Pastor Todd, they're, they're terrified. 
they're terrified what's happening. In fact, I had a Democrat, I think I said this on a, a past show, an, an elderly woman, Democrat, African-American woman in DC, and she got in touch with me. Pastor Todd, literally, there were rioters going down my street, going house to house, door to door. They weren't able to get into my place because I had bars on the windows, but next door they ransacked another elderly African-American woman's home. You don't hear these stories on, on you know, the news because they're not reporting. It doesn't fit their narrative, but people are terrified. It's happening in Portland. It's happening in Seattle. It's happening in Los Angeles. It's happening in Chicago. It's happening in uh, Baltimore. It's happening in all around the country. We've seen this destabilization from these Marxist NGOs, non-governmental organizations, which are funded and equipped by people like George Soros and, and what I call the deep state, the, the, the shadow people uh, that would like to see this nation destabilized and fall into a communist abyss. They would like to see China to, to overtake the United States our wealth to be transferred, our power to be transferred, and the United States to really uh, go into a dark age, honestly. And a lot of people say that the United States is not mentioned in the Bible, in prophecy. I've heard that many, many times over the years. You know, I, the jury's still out with me. I mean, I think Babylon the Great could very well be the United States. But um, regardless, I mean, a lot of people say that America is not mentioned in prophecy. And a lot of people say the reason is because America is going to fall. And they're talking about this great reset. They're talking about uh, openly the World Economic Forum. I've been covering this. Not a lot of people are talking about this, but I've been talking about the World Economic Forum who meet in Davos, Switzerland annually. They talked about it at Davos this year, and now we're seeing it on their websites where they're talking about this great reset that's coming. And uh, I'm seeing more and more people publish about the fact that the dollar could lose its hegemony. It could lose its global reserve currency status. I, I was talking to my family about this. I said, do you understand that means we could lose 30% or more of our intrinsic value of our currency overnight. There would be hyperinflation like we've never seen in our lifetime here in the United States. Uh, you know, to buy bread, a loaf of bread could be $20, $30. Um, you know, food could drastically increase. And it's not that those commodities necessarily would be increasing. It's that our dollar would have lost its value and its global reserve status. And I believe the president has his hands full. He's trying to make a soft landing here. He inherited this uh, monstrous debt. He, he inherited these deep state attacks because that's what they are. Uh, COVID-19 and uh, the George Floyd situation that you know, was used and, and hijacked uh, to, to cause total destabilization and, and people are getting hurt. I don't know if you saw that guy in Portland that was beat up last night. Um, all types of things are happening around our country. So it's super, super important that we understand. So yeah, looting and burning is part of uh, the agenda of the Democrats because the, 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 the leadership in these cities, and if you think about who's running the minority community cities in this country, even though they try to blame President Trump, he literally just got an office. This has been going on for decades in these cities. Democrat rule, um, you know, for some reason, those politicians, I don't know why, but they don't get blamed. They come around during election time, make a bunch of promises, and then they go into their fat cat mansions and uh, really... Uh, take from the public. It's like a Robin Hood situation, but instead they're, they're taking from the poor and giving to the rich, the opposite of Robin Hood. That's what these um, very, very sick uh, people that they call themselves politicians, their career politician bureaucrats in these cities. And for whatever reason, there's still a lot of people that are going to vote them in again this year in a lot of these communities. I hope we wake up in time. They're trying to censor me. Uh, the other day, I also noticed two of our biggest pod podcasting platforms um, that were covering the podcast all of a sudden stopped covering it. So, you know, when people Google my name now, it's harder to find the podcast. Let people know. ToddCoconato.com, www.toddcoco, 
nato.com. Go right down on the website to the podcast, and you'll be able to listen to each and every show, The Daily Rundown. We're not going anywhere on the website, but unfortunately, these other sites are blocking us, and they're silencing us, and they're trying to. But God just said, keep pressing ahead. People will find you, and you keep speaking the truth. And I thank you for all those that write letters and emails and call me and, and just thank you. That It means the world to me. I mean, I only do this because it's a passion and a calling. There's a high cost that we pay. My wife is an angel. She really helps pray and, and helps us with the ministry. But uh, thank you for those that are in alliance with us. Thank you for those that are willing to give to the ministry. We, we could not do it without you. And uh, this is a passion and a calling. It's an end time ministry where we're trying to wake people up as many as we can. But, you know, I will tell you this, there's going to be a day and it may be in the near future where the time of warning has passed and we will be in the tribulation period. I don't know how far away that is. It could be a year. It could be 10 years. It could be five months. It could be a month. I don't know. But, you know, I'm going to spend this time as long as I'm able and as long as I'm able to get the word out going to tell people, warn them about what's coming. And, uh, you know, I believe that Donald Trump is a reprieve. He's not perfect. He's not a pastor in chief. He's not somebody who we would probably pick, but he's who God picked. And God is allowing the church more time so that we can do our job. And our job is to be out there laying hands on the sick. Do not forsake the assembling together of the brethren. It's uh, to be out there doing the work of the word of God, filling ourselves each day with the Holy Spirit. Even though the Holy Spirit never leaves us, we got to, you know, spend time in prayer, spend time in, you know, in fasting, spend time in his word and worship and get filled so that we can go out. The Bible says, die to your flesh daily. And that's what we need to do so that we can go out there and be just, you know, the disciple makers, uh, baptizing people in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them the ways of the word of God, because the word of God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It never changes. So we don't support the looting and burning down of American cities. No one should. I don't care if you're a lifelong Democrat. Wake up, okay? Understand that right now the Democrats are not stopping these uh, anarch. you know, what are they? They're anarchists. They're antichrist spirit people that are literally walking around demonized, lighting businesses on fire, destroying people's livelihood of all colors, of all races, of all creeds. So we, we can't put up with that. It's just unbelievable that these leaders are telling the police to stand down. It's unbelievable. They're allowing this. They're not stopping it. They're not calling in the National Guard. They're not putting stabilization into these areas. People are in fear. They're in their homes. They're having mobs walking down their street with megaphones, doxing people. It's just unbelievable what's happening. All right, I'm going to leave that there because I know a lot of you are angry about that, and I am too. I just can't believe it. I've, I've went around probably about 20 cities in the last couple months, and I've seen the destruction that's happened after these riots and looting, and it's so sad to see these businesses boarded up. They're closed. They're not able to do business. People's lives work, and some of it, a lot of it, the insurance is not covering. So uh, we definitely don't b uh, believe in that. Um, Trump says something which is true. He says he's for jobs, and the Democrats are for mobs. That's, the, that's really true. Um, next thing is higher taxes. Uh, we know that the Democrats definitely uh, are going to raise taxes. I mean, as if we're not already burdened enough in this season where we, a lot of us haven't been able to work full time. Some of us, our businesses have been closed. We're, we're living on credit and savings and, um, you know, government money that's thank God coming in a little bit here and there. But uh, we definitely don't want to be paying higher taxes as it is. And, and God forbid that we were to go into that hyperinflation scenario with the taxes. Forget it. We're going to be in austerity. 
and we will literally be like the people of Venezuela. That could very well happen here in the United States. Very scary, and I hope it doesn't. But we need to be praying and fasting and pleading and crying out to God and asking him for mercy for our country and that we will get four more years of Donald Trump. But that's not the end-all, be-all. we got to be the church. we got to rise up. we got to change the way the culture has been heading in this absolute moral degradation for years now, and we need to halt that, turn, turn around, repent as a nation, repent as a church, and really go back to morals and, and common sense and values of the word of God. Uh, the Democrats have been, um, you know, constantly accusing people of being racist. They constantly are, are pulling the race card. Uh, they, they've tried to divide us and conquer us as a society. They're trying to turn us against each other, um, you know, put people into different categories and, and use uh, this really very um, dangerous, um, you know, kind of social, socialistic uh, you know, Marxist strategy of dividing the people so that they focus on each other instead of on the evil people in, in these positions. Instead of us focusing on the, sh focusing on the shadow government, focusing on uh, the, the players that I mentioned earlier that have been in leadership in these cities for years and years and have done nothing. Uh, what did Barack Obama do for the black community? Did nothing. Uh, but, you know, they want you, they want to, you know, turn around the blame, point at each other, say that we're all racists and, uh, that gets used over and over again. It's very hurtful, especially when you really do love all people and you don't have racist bone in your body and you're being told you're racist. It's just sad and it's, it's childish and it's demonic. And uh, that's what the Democrats do. They pull, they use the race card and they divide us. And, um, you know, we can't allow them to do that. We have to see beyond their strategy of division and we have to come together because divided we fall, but united we stand. The Bible says a house divided against itself cannot stand. A nation divided against itself cannot stand. And, and guess what? The enemies of our nation are watching this and they're seeing the division in our country and they're saying, hey, this is a great time for us to go into uh, Hong Kong. This is a great time for us to go into uh, China. I mean, into um, Taiwan you know, for Chinese troops to, to really target these uh, areas that they've been uh, looking at for a long time, but America has kept them uh, at bay. And now they're seeing that we're having so many problems and we're just bogged down and they can not only attack these countries, but they could come here and attack us at some point. They could hit us with an EMP. Uh, they could surprise attack us in so many different ways. So we got to be careful. I, I still think that the China virus is a, is a bioweapon that was used against America to try to stop Donald Trump. Uh, the timing is just too fishy to me. Uh, the fact that they're trying to censor these doctors that are coming out with HCQ and, and all the different cures and different things that they're saying, and they censor them, they silence them. What, what the heck is this? I mean, come on, this is ridiculous. And the Democrats want everything to be closed down. They want you wearing a mask, muzzled. They don't want you to be able to go to church. They don't want you to be able to sing worship. It's disgusting. And it's uh, against the First Amendment. And we have to push back. We have to realize what this is. Again, it's a spiritual attack, Christians. And, and this is what they're um, championing. Another ridiculous policy of the Democrats is defunding the police. I can't even believe like, anybody had this idea and that actually people think it's a good idea. I mean, it's the, one of the worst ideas I've ever heard. I know many people in law enforcement, they're, most of them are patriots. Sure, there's some bad apples, but most people in law enforcement really risk their lives every day and are out there on the beat and uh, helping keep our city stable and protecting us. And, uh, you know, if we have a problem, we call the police and, and thank God they, they usually come. Now they're being defunded. Um, they're being targeted, they're being attacked, and, and their, their morale is low right now. And many people are quitting from the force. So we need to be praying for them. We need to back the blue. And, uh, you know, obviously we're all for um, getting out the bad actors. But in reality, the police are some patriots, you know, some pretty amazing people. And they need our support. 
And the last thing we do, in fact, we should be probably giving them more funding, not, not taking away their funding. It's just ridiculous. Another thing the Democrats want to do, and this is, um, you know, very in, in sync with any dictatorship or any uh, communist government regime or any tyrannical regime that wants to take over your country is they look to take your guns away and your second amendment right. And they want to do that because uh, if we have guns, we can defend ourselves. But if they take away our weapons, uh, they're the ones with the guns and they can tell us what to do by force. And so they don't want us to be armed and they, they hate the fact that our nation has a second amendment. They are constantly trying to think of creative ways to take it away. Now the Democrats are just outright saying, yes, we're coming for your guns. They used to kind of deny it or say they're only coming for automatic weapons. But now we're hearing many Democrats say, no, we just need to take away the guns. And we know that's their end game goal. And we know why it's their end game goal. So, uh, you know, the reason why we have guns, you know, listen, when the police are defunded, and you got mobs walking down your street, you better believe you want a gun to defend your house. So, I mean, this is the world we're in right now. And could you imagine if you have no protection for your family and people are breaking into your house like that lady I was telling you about in DC, unbelievable. This is reality. People are coming into houses and, and beating people up. I mean, what, what a crazy world. This is unbelievable. It's like a revolution. It's a communist revolution that George Soros and I believe even communist China that we've seen that there have been some connections with communist China trying to interfere now in this election. They want Joe Biden to win, of course, because they know he'd be weak on China and they know he would, uh, you know, pull back all the things that Donald Trump's been able to do. So yeah, absolutely makes sense why they would want Joe Biden. He's weak and you know, he'll let the communists basically do what they want because he is, you know, his party is communist. You know, even if Joe Biden may not be as far left as Alicia Ocasio-Cortez or whatever her name is, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, it doesn't mean he's not going to be run by that side of the party because that's who is running the party right now. The radicals have taken over the Democrat party and uh, you better be careful. They're coming for your guns and uh, they want to defund the police. They want to call you racist and, uh, you know, accuse you of being crazy and raise your taxes and burn down your cities. Um, they want everybody to be paranoid about just about everything except for rioting and burning down cities. Uh, if you want to meet in a church building, you know, they're, they're going to tell you you can't do it. Because of COVID-19, you know, if, if you want to, you know, have a small business, for some reason, small businesses like uh, salons and, and other things are being told, you know, gyms, they can't open. People are being fined in some of these states just trying to open their business and they need to make money and they need to pay their employees and they can't just, you know, this is ridiculous. And yet that's what they're trying to do. Um, they've alienated half the country. Uh, because they've made every single possible fake accusation against our president. I mean, this entire presidency, it has been relentless. It has never stopped. Ever since Donald Trump's been in office, it's been one fake story after another. The, the news is completely, uh, you know, the, the mouthpiece of the deep state. They're out there every single day with a fake story, a fake headline. It's absolutely baloney. And uh, I think most people are starting to see that, at least many are. But the news is completely fake. They're out for the president. Now they're worse than ever because they're trying to use their propaganda to get people confused before the election. Just if they could just take off just a small portion of Trump's voters, they think they might have a chance to win. But I think people are waking up and thank God for that. They want to take away our religious liberties and freedoms. Uh, very, very near and dear to my heart. I've, I've been a pastor for many years. I know how important religious liberties and freedoms are. I saw under the Obama administration what they tried to do to me. They will do it on a, a higher level. And uh, they, they, trust me, if they gain power again, they're not going to, they're going to make every single possible ruling to make it where they stay in power. They're going to redistrict. They're going to bring in a bunch of illegals. They're gonna, I mean, it's just going to be a million things that they're going to do, especially if they win the Congress, the Senate, and the presidency. Uh, our country would literally be over, not to mention the Supreme Court justices that they're going to put in, which are going to be activist judges. And our country will go into a liberal socialist abyss. 
and we will never ever see what we've known our whole lives as a, as a free country that, that shining city on a hill will be gone and we will go into the abyss of communism. And so, uh, you know, they want to silence dissenters. They want to censor people. We can see what they're doing with me. They can see what they're doing with so many others over the last couple of years. They've silenced one person after another accusations. They take down anybody that has influence. They come after us in, in so many ways that you guys don't even know if you're not out there speaking. Those that are out there speaking understand the persecution that we're going through. It's unbelievable. Um, they want to kill babies after they're born. I mean, the fact that any Christian could go along with this infanticide, literally killing babies after they're born. And yet for some reason, people are okay with this. Christians are okay with this. I mean, you're not a real Christian if you're okay with that. I'm sorry. I'm just going to be honest because it's the most barbaric, disgusting thing. It is absolutely sacrificing babies to Molech. It is disgusting. They want to cancel culture. They're doing it every single day, canceling people, um, mob rule, you know, going to people's houses, doxing them, taking people off the air, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. We're going to see more of that. Of course, they want to kill the babies before they're born too. Uh, big push on abortion. They're anti-life. They're uh, pro-choice. They're, they're, they want um, church institutions to have to fund abortions. They want religious institutions to have that rider. Um, you know, they want to make us hire people that, that don't agree with our faith. Uh, very, very, very tough thing as a pastor to deal with that type of thing. Um, you know, they, 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 they want to force more vaccines. Uh, you better believe if Joe Biden gets in, in the presidency or Kamala Harris or Michelle Obama or whoever it is the Democrats ultimately put in, if they win, uh, they're not going to give us a choice. They're going to force vaccines just like they've done in states like California. You're going to need it for kids to go to school. You probably need it to go on a plane. You're going to need it to uh, go to certain works and corporations. And uh, it's going to be very hard to have a job. It might even be hard to buy or sell. That's where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, vaccines use a different court system. They use the vaccine court. The big companies, the pharmaceutical companies that make billions of dollars on these vaccines are not held liable. If something happens to you, the, this vaccine is... Uh, probably the fastest to market we've ever seen. It's also an RNA vaccine, which is uh, a new type of technology. It's very scary. Um, we need to be very, very, very alert and understand how dangerous this could be for us and our children. They want to continue to transfer American power and wealth to China. It's the biggest wealth transfer in the history of the world. And it's gone from west to east. America was the most prosperous nation. We were, like I said, the shining city on the hill. But what have the Democrats done? They've allowed, and, and even Republicans on this one, I'm going to say, those deep state establishment Republicans, they've also allowed China in the last 30 years to become the superpower that it now is. And now we have a substantial threat. People like the Clintons allowed our sensitive technology through Dropbox computer systems to be stolen, stealth technology. They've copied our um, all of our, you know, computers and uh, gadgets and equipment and military technology and they're pirating it and uh, you know sometimes they even improve on it and here we are so uh, these treasonous people that have allowed this to happen and have literally given up the United States and have you know they're traitors and they need to be held accountable and I really hope they will be um, these people are out there burning the flag they're burning the Bible uh, we've seen it. I mean, this happens before every type of revolution. When you start seeing Bibles being burned, you better be nervous. You better be understanding it's gotten real. When you see the flag of the United States being burned, you know, people kneeling for the national anthem in protest because they think our country is some type of imperialistic country. They've rewritten history. They've listened to guys like Howard Zinn. Uh, it's very, very dangerous. They become Marxist. They hate our country, but yet they're here. You know, it's unbelievable. If you don't like it, get out then because there's people around the world that want to come here because they understand the freedom that the United States offers and the opportunity. But yet these people hate the country. People like Barack Hussein Obama hates the country. People like Michelle Obama hates the country. 
They literally hate the United States. They want to see it fundamentally change. They can barely even give, you know, the flag a salute. They can barely do, I mean, it's just unbelievable. Um, that's who these people are. They want to tear down the statues. They want to rewrite the history. Uh, we've seen in California, they've closed the churches. And, they, and you know, every time that the church is open, they, they put litigation against them or some type of, uh, you know, a restraining order. And these pastors are having to fight just to have service. Unbelievable. When the Bible says, do not forsake the assembling together of the brethren. And so the people, the pastors that are these remnant pastors are like, no, we're not going to close. Um, they're having to lawyer up. They're having to, you know, watch their back from being arrested. This is where we are in America. The fact that pastors could be arrested for having church services should alarm everybody. I don't care if you're Christian or Jewish or Muslim or have no faith. Everybody should be concerned about that. Pastors should not be getting arrested for having services. Um, you know, they, they tried to ban the worship in the services. They banned the small businesses, like I said, from opening. Uh, they're supporting communist China. Like I mentioned, they're defunding the military under Barack Hussein Obama. Uh, you know, the military was in a depleted state. Uh, it was worse than, uh, you know, pre-World War II levels. We had the lowest amount of ships. We had munition issues uh, where, where the soldiers on the front lines were not able to get the proper munition that they needed. They were running out of bombs. They were uh, ill-equipped. Uh, many soldiers were complaining. Uh, he really allowed the sequester to just destroy the military. Uh, and President Trump has been rebuilding the military. He couldn't believe the state it was in when he came in. He's been rebuilding the military. He's, he's a big supporter of the military. And uh, he's a patriot. He loves our country. And he understands that we need to be strong in order to go up against adversaries like China and Russia and others around the world, like Iran. Um, you know, uh, he wants to keep us bogged down. Uh, the Democrats were against... Uh, Trump withdrawing troops from Syria. Remember that tizzy fit that they had? Uh, remember when he moved the embassy over to Jerusalem? All these pundits and people were on there saying all these awful things were going to happen. Yeah, nothing happened. Uh, now we're seeing peace deals with the UAE and, and, and Israel. In a few days or a few weeks, we're going to probably see another peace deal with the Sudan and Israel. Unbelievable what President Trump is doing. He's ending the foreign wars and he's allowing for peace deals. This is amazing. This is what he said he would do. The Democrats are going to be all about going into these countries again, starting foreign wars. And we know what they're about because they're globalists and they have an agenda. They use the U.S. military to push forward their globalist agenda. It's disgusting. Um, they want to erase our borders. They don't believe in borders. They, they're globalists. They believe in a one world global government. They believe in the U.N., uh, they, they fund the UN, they fund the World Bank, they fund the WTO, they fund the WHO. That's who these people are. They wanted everything to have a global uh, governance that was outside of our constitution. Obama signed on to the UN gun treaty. Uh, you know, he was allowing UN troops that he wanted them to come in the United States. I mean, it was scary what this man was trying to set up. And it would have happened if Hillary Clinton would have gotten the presidency. So President Trump is a, is, is, a, is a patriot. He loves America. He believes in, you know, building our borders, bringing back more jobs, manufacturing to the United States, uh, fixing the trade deals. He is a patriot. He loves our country. Um, they want to give away more American jobs. They want to give away more manufacturing the Democrats. Um, they support these Marxist organizations uh, like Black Lives Matter, BLM. That, you know, we, we believe Black Lives Matter, absolutely. But unfortunately, the organization BLM is a Marxist organization. And it's one of the Soros uh, portfolio organizations that are out there destabilizing along with Antifa and uh, other uh, NGOs that Soros has used. If you remember the caravans, he's been doing this constantly. And I'm not saying that it's all about Soros. I mean, I obviously there's other deep state players involved, but they, they've been relentless and they've been doing this nonstop and it's got to stop. 
Um, you know, and, and then finally, they want to abolish our constitutional liberties. They want to take away, like I said, the First Amendment. We're seeing that happen in California, other places where the church is not allowed to meet. Uh, they're, they're trying to take away our Second Amendment. They want to take away the guns. They want to take away our freedom of speech. They're trying to censor. Uh, you know, religious liberties and freedoms are under attack. And so we know that's what the world would be like under a Democrat. So I really hope that and this is just some of the things and I tried to cover as much as I could in tonight's podcast, but as the Democrats are out there meeting in the DNC, I want you to understand because I've researched for a long time, prayed about this. I'm a pastor and I, I feel like I have to sound the alarm and warn the people of God with ears to hear and eyes to see, uh, because this is what we're looking at dead on. And you know what? It's the high cost. Like I said, uh, people ridicule, they come, they attack, but we have to understand what's going on in our world and our nation. And it's so crucial that we stand for liberties and freedom. So thank you for tuning in to today's Daily Rundown with Pastor Todd. I bless you guys. You can find us, toddcoconato.com, T-O-D-D-C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O.com. And just go down to where it says podcast and share the links so that people can know about the show. We bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you.